0: Grocery Outlet Limburger, I don't know. There's, that's that just sounds like a fucking album title or something. Well, I don't know. I don't know if you've ever actually had Limburger, but
1: I always thought like this: the people, the fact that people are freaking out about the smell was like, ooh, yeah, whatever. You're you're making a scene over nothing. Oh no, that shit's bad. It's Holy fucking fuck. rank, dude. But I tell you what, it tastes good on a burger.
0: It does yeah, sparingly. Yeah. I'm a I'm a gorgonzola guy. I like. Beachies. Oh yeah, I love gorgonzola. Yeah, I like that. Um, with super fucking sharp, uh, like, salty as fuck, like... When, little... when I worked I worked at uh, Pagliacci's, I was a prep cook, and I used to... We'd get them in a fucking, like, 10-pound wheel of Gorgonzola. Holy big, shit. Big-ass big wheel of Gorgonzola, and I'd have to portion it out into, into like, uh, you know, little camros and stuff. And, like, <laughs> dude, it would, I would get to the bottom. There'd be just, like, little crumbs and shit, and they wouldn't fit. They wouldn't be able to get portioned out any further. It was too small. So I would just, like tip the bag up and just oh, like eat the rest of the crumbs at the bottom and you just oh, yeah. start you just start fucking sweating like crazy oh, yeah. because it's
2: so hardcore You're just like oh it's oh, so yeah. good i like craft single cheese slices
0: we went down the rivers we crossed the plains over the mountains we fought in streams we went down Of business, progress, and the USA. USA. How the West
3: was fucked. How the West was fucked. How the West was fucked. How the West was fucked, But this, this fucking podcast
1: isn't about food. Hello, everyone. Welcome has been back. Cheese Talk. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to How the West Was Fucked. Uh, this is a podcast How? of...
2: The yep.
0: West was fucked. You did okay. it. Okay. All by yourself.
1: Yep. yep. Okay. If you didn't know already, which you probably did, but if you didn't know already, this is a podcast covering uh, the Old West and how fucked up it was. Uh, range. It uh, so right in the title. Yeah. Uh, generally, generally. <laughs>
0: we range.
2: So it's from not a, just a clever name.
1: Yeah. Range from 1800 up until sometimes in the early nine, 1900s. We've been stretching it out a little further. For some of this stuff But generally If it's uh, still When a motherfucker Chases you around On a horse Or there were still Like Native Americans Running free And maybe Buffalo Running free That's about the time frame Not to put too fine A pinpoint on it Uh, Last week We talked a bit About the Apache And uh, especially uh, Cochise Uh, This week We're continuing on With more About the
2: Apache And Geronimo Uh, And Geronimo uh, did we ever figure out why people yell Geronimo when they jump look, on airplanes?
1: I looked it up last week uh, at the end of the show, and I didn't get a definitive answer. And then I forgot to do it this week, so I'll work on that.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Geronimo, uh, actually uh, Chato, a leader of the Chaconin, uh Apache, said, "I have known nothing. I, I have known Geronimo all my life up to his death, and never knew anything good about him." End quote. <laughs> oh, that was another. That was another Apache. Yep.
0: Yep. Okay. So, aside rem-
2: from his direct followers, he was not liked very much. Shit. Well, and you got you got
1: to remember, there's lots of different kinds of Apache, and often they didn't like each other very much. To the extent that some bands would join up with the army to chase down other bands, that was very yep. common.
0: Shit.
2: Um, many of his own tribe distrusted and feared him, especially when he was drunk. Uh, yep. Once while he was drunk, he berated a nephew for no reason. So much so that uh, the nephew killed himself. Whoa. Um, after sobering up, Geronimo was kind of ashamed of his actions and packed up and left for a few months.
1: <laughs> well, okay, and that's the thing. Is, I said I, uh, lo- just kidding, man. A lot of my research, like, uh, 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 talking about drug. Okay, let's, let's first of all, let's elephant in the room. Of course, there's a big stereotype about Native Americans and alcohol. You know, and not being able to necessarily handle it because they didn't have it before, fucking the White Eye came and gave them whiskey for pelts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Which there's some truth to, but uh, you know, the 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 Apache at least had already had a kind of a traditional kind of beer. It was a corn beer called Tiswin. Yep. That that they used to drink anyway. Um, but apparently, it was like some pretty lightweight shit. You're not gonna get like super bombed and like cut off your neighbor's nose on it. Probably, unless you're drinking like too much of it, and they didn't have a lot of corn since the Apaches weren't like known for their farming; they were more known for their raiding. Uh, but as when, uh, what's it called, enter- Tiswin? Tiswin. We gotta make yep. that shit. It is. I uh, have. I have a, I have a, a brief. Uh, how you make it? You uh, you shell the corn. You soak the corn in a can of water. Spread it on a blanket or other fabric until the in the sun until it sprouted. Which is almost like uh, malting barley. Like yeah, you totally. Gotta, you, okay, and then uh, you, uh, you grind it into a meal. You pour it into a can of boiling water. When half the water boils away, you fill it back up and boil it again. Then you strail out the water, cool it, pour it into another can or barrel, and allow it to stand until it bubbles. Uh, so Jesus yeah, you could, Christ! You could, you could actually probably really easily make that shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> it sounds like something a tweaker would do on a sa- on a Friday or Saturday night.
1: Well and this is that's the base base model like uh individual yes, women
3: wi-
1: I- individual <laughs> women who would make it like would add different stuff to it to flavor it or whatever but totally. uh, I am imagining kind
0: of the- what's what's the movie with Sean Connery the medicine man he's like in the uh they're looking for a cure for cancer, but he's in the jungle, and there's, like, uh, this lady comes to, to see what he's all about. And there's just a bunch of women, tribe women, like, sitting around a giant pot cauldron that's boiling, and they're just spitting into it.
1: Oh, that's that's different <laughs> shit. That is... I know what that is, too. That's uh, that's different, though. Yeah. Each, that's the stuff they each. make out of cassava.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I was saying, like, each Apache woman <sighs> adds their own little fling to it. I was, like, just watching them. Somebody pisses in it. One <sighs> spits a yeah, yeah. in it. Yeah. One's uh,
1: picking scabs. Yeah. No, I'm... <laughs> Talking about more, like, maybe add a chili pepper or, like, some right, sage right. or something. But, yeah. But so what I'm saying is the the, the Apache at least had kind of a long uh, history with alcohol. Um, there's, uh, I think there's some documentation. They might have also been making stuff out of agave at the time, which we all know is used today to make. Don't I get a last request? You put anchovies on this thing and you're in big trouble, okay? I call legend low. Uh, uh, that'll do. And the clock's ticking, dude. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Dude.
1: You are still young. But one day, I will be gone. Use my teachings wisely. I
3: suggest we all meditate now on the events of this evening.
1: Well, this is like meditating. Yes, tequila. Uh-huh. So, um but it didn't help when uh when uh the Spanish and the uh and the Americans started uh also bringing in the whiskey and the uh you know more uh commercially available spirits, let's call them. Uh, and
2: yeah, and it was real rotgut fucking oh, yeah. run your run your horse carriage well, on type of thing
1: well yeah <laughs> well we, we we'd we'd fucking we've covered how like especially when they're like trading whiskey how they dilute it with shit and oh well it just add some tobacco in it to make it taste stronger even though it's mostly water
0: oh and yeah arsenic. And yeah you put shit that makes people dizzy it's kind of like what what uh like heroin dealers do with like shitty heroin right. now you add stuff yeah, to to make people go like bunch. oh that guy died I'm, i want to go to that dealer and get that's some R- good shit right
1: Well, and then uh, there was a longstanding tradition that, you know, since we we mentioned last week how the Mexicans and the Apaches had been fucking fighting since before Mexico was Mexico and they were fighting the Spanish, basically. But uh, a a typical, like, Mexican trick, which for some reason the the Apache kept on falling for, probably just because they wanted to get drunk, is, hey, come into town, we're going to negotiate. And then they'd get you all fucked up on tequila, and then the minute you're fucked up, they just attack you. They did that. Like a lot of times, in fact, that happened to Geronimo at least once. Damn, but you know, that's like the
0: proto get, proto Shanghai.
1: Well, it's just like, man, you really got you really got to want a, some fucking tequila if you kind of know you're about to get attacked, you know? And <laughs> it's <laughs> what, whatever. Anyway, just wanted to uh, to talk about that a little bit because we were talking about something related.
2: Okay. Uh, The army hated him, too. No, duh. But even the ones in the army who actually liked some Indians, uh, the only qualities one admired of him was courage and determination. But uh, also to the Chiricahuas, he also had kind of mystical powers, Uh, especially in times of war. Rifles were jammed when they were pointed at him. And some warriors thought if they just rode with Geronimo, they'd be bulletproof. And, of course, Geronimo didn't dissuade any of these claims Yeah, because
1: that shit shit worked out really good for the people doing the ghost dance up in the Lakota nations earlier you know, if you just do that you'll be bulletproof if you wear the Mm -hmm. special ghost shirt man selling these guys a bill of goods about the bulletproofedness of (laughs) yourself and your garments
2: Uh, Some thought he could make it rain or keep the sun from rising Uh, He was a master herbalist and surgeon.
1: At a time Uh, when surgery was probably just mostly amputation.
2: But he was so disliked that there'd be no way he'd be chief of a lot of people. At most, he had like 30 followers directly. Uh, So he's
1: fucking David
2: Koresh? Yeah. Uh, Also, he always had a resting bitch face.
1: Oh, yeah, because he got... Well, that's from that scarred mouth thing, Yeah.
0: Scarred mouth thing. All right. Yeah, he was, he if was, you ever but,
2: see a pissed off Indian, it's probably Geronimo. Not that well, they look were smiling in a lot of pictures anyway. Well, but he's
1: re- they, he's really distinctive because he just eye fucks straight down the barrel. Like he's also one of the most photographed uh, Native Americans anyway because he was in captivity for twenty some odd years, so they pranced him out for the cameras quite a bit. He's also one of the I think the few few uh, that was uh, had their picture taken at when they were still at war. Because they had a fly from uh, Tombstone of, you know, fly's photography. Oh, yeah. Took a picture of him, like, right before they surrendered one of the times. But, yeah, there's lots of pictures of Geronimo. And, yeah, he always looks fucking pissed off. And he's generally staring right down the fucking barrel of the camera. Oh, yeah. Just hate fucking it with his eyes.
0: Yeah, he's got a fucking badass snarl going on, man.
1: Yeah, well, he got his his, uh, lip wounded in battle, too. So he can't, like, he always kind of has a little bit of a sneer.
2: Yeah, uh, who could blame him though? He's you know? got some pretty—he's got—he's <laughs> no
1: got—he's got some pretty high cheekbones
2: too, and you know, striking, striking-looking gentleman. Absolutely. Geronimo's original name was Goya Claw, or <laughs> He Who Yawns. Yep. <laughs> so when the Mexicans named him Geronimo or Jerome or Jerry, he started using that.
0: He's like, thank you. i getting tired of being called Yanni all the time. That guy's a fucking no-talent ass clown.
2: Sleepy. Nobody else has ever heard this song. It's called Into the Deep. Uh, he wanted revenge on Whitey and uh, the Mexicans. Uh, mostly out of revenge because Mexicans killed his mother, his first wife, and some of his kids. And also he just enjoyed murdering people. <laughs> he listed it as a hobby on his applications. So, <laughs> <laughs> I think the book I read wasn't very flattering towards him.
1: Yeah, but. it doesn't seem that way. Well, no. you know, and he, he was definitely, he did some fuckery. And I mean, like, uh, I just rewatched watched uh, the fucking uh, the movie with like Wes Studi it's like Geronimo and American Legend circa 1993 has uh, Wes Studi of course playing the titular Geronimo has uh, Matt Damon and it has uh, Robert Duvall <laughs> Matt Damon? Ha- what the fuck? Yeah, what movie is this? Has, has Gene, Gene Hackman playing fucking Colonel, or, uh, General Crook uh, It's, G- it's uh, G- Geronimo and American Legend I think it was Gene Hackman God, I, just, I literally was just watch it this morning.
3: When I was young, the white eye came and wanted the land in my people. When their soldiers burnt our villages, we moved to the mountains. When they took our food, we ate thorns. When I took a wife, they killed her and my two little girls. But in our hearts, we never
1: surrendered. We are charged with bringing in the renegade Apache, Geronimo. We will accomplish this task. We will succeed. A lot of white eyes want to see Geronimo hanged for murder. Not murder. War. Whenever you're in a fight with Apache, things go bad. You save the last bullet for yourself. You don't want to get taken alive.
3: When an army of 5,000 couldn't defeat him, He's a warrior, every bit born in battle. They sent one man to offer him peace. I
1: want you to find Geronimo and make him this proposal. Jason Patrick,
3: Gene Hackman, Robert Duvall, and Wes Studi. I am Geronimo, an Apache. Who are you? Just a man, like you. Geronimo. A warrior,
1: a leader, a legend. But, yeah, it's, uh, it made it, that one made it try to seem like uh, Crook was kind of like Geronimo's buddy until, like, they left the res, and there's, as near as I could find, there was absolutely no evidence regarding that at all. Like, Crook just wanted to kill him and get the fuck out of Arizona, is what it amounts to, oh, as near okay. as I can tell. okay, wait.
0: Quick recap, last week Crook was the one that was like, uh, didn't even bring his toothbrush and he was like, he yeah. be gone for like that's two weeks the, and then he's gone for two and a half years. Yeah, that's the okay. safari looking ass kicker
1: that's always right, on a right. mule. Gotcha. Yeah, not the Jesus-y one or the,
2: or
0: uh, Sibley. <laughs> not Ned Flanders, not Sibley, got it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so uh, Geronimo would raid into Mexico also. This always included a stop at the Sierra Madre Mountains. Uh, there, there was the Ned High Chiricahua. I'm sure I'm pronouncing all these things correctly.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it's right spot on. It's like a native yep. speaker, would you?
2: Yep. The leader was Chief Jew, J-U-H. Yep. That was one of Geronimo's few friends. Uh, he was a better war leader, but he had a terrible stutter. He was a stutter. <laughs> So he relied on Geronimo to speak for him sometimes, and both of them hated Americans. So, this no is good. 1880 after a lot of these atrocities have occurred. So you yeah, they were they were hating Americans for, before it was cool. Being,
3: yeah.
1: Well, they they, they kind of started out with the uh, with the Spanish and they moved on to Mexicans and during the Mexican American War, they were so down with us killing Mexicans that they like would let the army go through unmolested through their lands just because they knew we were going there to kill Mexicans. So it wasn't always as as bad of a relationship yeah. As it's long like they are killing other people
0: they don't like. It's like my feelings on the Lincoln project right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Enemy of my only, enemy is my friend. I'm willing to watch their like mean ass commercials and enjoy that. But yeah, they can fuck right off if they think they're going to dictate any policies. So.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. January, 1880 Geronimo settles on the reservation. This is going to be a, a recurring theme. Yeah. Uh, He recently got his ass kicked by a now kind of competent army. Uh, Naza, the Cochise's son, died on a trip to D.C. from the flu. Uh, His brother Taza takes over, who looked like Cochise, but was not a good war leader at all and had no mystical powers. Oh, man. Uh, Yep, which Geronimo kind of took advantage of, and he's kind of gaining more influence now.
1: Ah, you fucking pussy. You don't even have any mystical powers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can make snakes come out of the soldiers' boots and make the sun not come up. Beat lightning that shit. Bolt,
2: lightning bolt.
1: Yep. <laughs> Magic <laughs> missile.
2: Uh, September 30th, 1881 was day at the San Carlos Reservation. Two White Mountain Apache chiefs, Bonito and George, were suspects on an attack on Fort Apache. They decided to turn themselves in, but... And on the way there, George changes mind and he escapes. He told his Chiricahua friends that soldiers were there to kill them and that he didn't know why the soldiers wanted to kill him. So Geronimo and Ju and all the others decided to bolt from the reservation right then. Uh, 375 Chiricahua's and 75 warriors leave for Ju's stronghold in the Sierra Madre mountains there in Mexico. Uh, George double-crossed them and went back to his home on the reservation. Now the army would be after Jew and Geronimo, even though they didn't really do anything. They just escaped the reservation.
1: Well, once again, army policy and Indians and Indian. Like, you know, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure this guy did it, but these ones are right here. So like, let's go after them. It was pretty yep. much what we've seen over and over again.
2: So Geronimo wanted more and more uh, Chiricahua to join him, whether they wanted to or not. Uh, the Chihannis, uh Apache, by that time, were peaceful and prosperous on the reservation. They didn't really cotton to Geronimo. Uh, the Shihanis chief Loco hated him, but Geronimo caused the events that led him to be put on the reservation. Uh, Loco asked the army to send him and his followers to Navajo land. Did you say Chief but, Loco? Were you trying to get crazy with this scene? Yeah. Loco. Yep. All right. Cool. But no dice. So yeah. uh, Geronimo's trying to siphon people off his reservation, and he's not liking that very much. Uh, April 19th, Geronimo shows up with guns in their hands, saying, shoot anyone that doesn't come with us. <laughs> so 179 Shehanes left with nothing but the clothes on their backs. Um, that same afternoon, they chance upon a wagon full of liquor. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> sure, that'll good. make everything all better. Yeah. Yep. Nice volatile situation and add some liquor to it. Uh, that evening, while everybody was getting drunk, uh, Loco got his wife and 25 relatives snuck out and went up to the Navajo. But the next morning, Geronimo rounded them up uh, along the way. <laughs> Uh, Along the way to Mexico, Geronimo fought little skirmishes, pillaged ranches and livestock, kind of killed randomly and tortured and roasted women alive, kind of tossed babies into cactuses and stuff like that.
1: Is is this the one where uh, he put the five year old on a meat hook?
2: I think so. We'll go with that anyway. Yeah, well.
1: Yeah, so like we're saying, like, um, yeah, it's not like this was uh, just uh, some freedom fighting. He was. Performing some pretty uh pretty atrocious acts. And to be fair, it's not like the cavalry and the Mexicans didn't perform a oh, bunch no. of atrocious acts either. But uh but they were definitely kind of uh, you know, an eye for an eye kind of doing shit. Like, um that whole shit where uh they like to tie you to like a wagon wheel and then cover you in like pitch and set you on fire. That was kind of an Apache favorite. Uh <laughs> like God one damn. of the one Early of the old classics. Hill like jackass. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, at one point, there was, like, a five-year-old girl that was found uh, impaled through the head on a meat hook, like, at one of these joints. Fuck. So,
2: yeah. But if you want to send a message, that'll do it.
1: I guess, yeah, if you want to send the message, like, well, here's, okay, you can send that message, but the way the Anglo-Americans are interpreting it is, like, these bloodthirsty savages must be killed at all costs, blah, 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 the same way they interpret message, you know yeah you're not you're not going to like scare the cavalry into not coming after you
2: they're you just going to send, yeah. send more cavalry
1: basically and they're going to come yeah, harder
2: yeah. and later uh, nelson miles will send a whole bunch after him mm-hmm. uh, but uh, this time the army is following them into mexico um, illegally kind of sort of uh, and and they attacked Geronimo while he was having a two-day party, just 40 miles short of his stronghold. You said a two-day party? Yep. Sick. 12 of his guys and several women died, mostly the peaceful Cheyennes that they were forcing to take along at gunpoint. Uh, April 29th, their home base was just five miles away. They're there following a dry creek bed. Uh, Chato, the chief, and others were up ahead of the Cheyennes and saw the Mexican army waiting for them. Oh, good. But for some unknown reason, they didn't warn them or help when they got attacked. So, the Mexican army was oh, attacking talking about the people it. that they took at gunpoint.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, I see. Okay, so. Wait, okay, hold on. Okay, I thought you meant the, the uh, the ones that were hostages. Didn't warn the rest of the Chiricahuas that the Mexican no, the army was there, or the Chiricahuas didn't. W-
2: Chado didn't warn the
1: hostages.
2: The
0: hostages.
1: So they kind of human shielded the fuck out of
2: yep.
0: like them. Okay, gotcha. Ugh. Operation: Get behind the hostages. Huh?
2: Yeah. No yep. oh, shit. Fantastic. So the Cheyennes were slaughtered kind of wholesale, unarmed. The Mexicans didn't know, and they were essentially that they were essentially captives. And, if, and they even if they did get, know, they wouldn't care. They yeah. wouldn't give a
1: level <laughs> fuck at that time. What was it like? Um, Cause they were still uh, charging or paying money for uh, Apache scalps, you know, the whole time. Mm-hmm. So I, wasn't it like, I don't know. Like, I mean, they even, they had it busted down into like gender. Like men were worth more than women and children were still like legit, like turning this scalp for money kind of shit. And, of course, people would sometimes come even out of the United States, like, dip in from, like, Texas and Arizona and just hunt Apache for their scalps. Well, the problem is, too, they would not just be hunting Apache. They'd be hunting, you know, Yavapai and fucking Navajo and everybody, anybody they could find that has long black hair. Yep. As long as they turn it into scalp, they get money. So you see how that was a great system.
3: <laughs>
1: and also just not disgusting on a human rights level at all Jesus Fuck. so
2: 78 of them die uh 33 women were captured and sold into slavery in Mexico maybe 40 survived um, they were taking the Jews stronghold um, the that's where the Ned high uh, Ned, Ned, yeah Ned high uh, Apaches were. They weren't much better than Geronimo's band. Uh, The Cheyenne said if they couldn't find anyone else to mistreat, they'd fight amongst themselves, which means they were kind of picking on these hostages. Right. Yeah, obviously. Well,
1: and that was kind of a famous thing about a lot of uh, Apache culture, too, is they kind of did look for a reason to even fight amongst them. They always wanted to be fighting, and if it meant you had to fight each other, you'd do that from time to time, which also the alcohol would come into play with that. Like, what has we'll that around. ever been a
0: factor in people fighting? Yeah.
1: I mean, so basically they were pretty much like pretty much like everybody else except for a little more propensity to like stab a bitch while they're fighting than than your average modern day frat boy or <laughs> like, you know, sports fan or whatever.
2: <laughs> sports fan. <laughs> <laughs> Raider fan. Yeah, yeah. Uh General Crook returns. He was put in charge of Arizona again, though by now he is getting old and tired. And also just
1: hated Arizona, so...
2: Yep. But uh, upon returning, he heard out all the chief's grievances, mostly against uh, Geronimo there. He dressed down as soldiers who mistreated the chiefs. Um, He had all the warriors of age given tags with numbers, so any warrior off the reservation without a number would be treated as hostile. So he at least tried to put a system into place rather than just butchering people wholesale.
1: Yeah, he gave uh, them numbers. Where, where where, have I heard a thing about people getting given numbers? At the deli. In the past.
0: At the deli. Please take a yeah. number. It's wait in line. Or the DMV now, because you have to wait outside. Right. Yep. <laughs>
3: oh! Uh,
2: oh, that thing. That yeah. thing.
0: That, He's talking about
2: concentration camps in World War Two. Oh, yeah. I was trying imagine. to concentrate on 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 that answer. There. Where where the huh, uh, huh, huh.
0: where the actual uh, the the filing systems? Like they had mechanical uh, filing systems for all the numbers for everyone's number uh, that were built by IBM. Yeah, with the punch card computer thingies. Yep. Nice. Yep. Hooray! Ooh. Hooray! No, the, hey man, the, they're just. They're just simple corporations trying to make some money, even just though they're at wartime selling shit to just, the enemy. Just
1: trying to make a living,
0: yep. you know, selling same with, to
1: both, selling same, to both sides, or yep. you know. The, my, favorite is, uh, my favorite one is
0: my favorite uh, one is Coca Cola trying to trying to sell drinks to the Nazis. Still trying to get, but uh, they wouldn't. The okay. Nazis wouldn't buy shit that said Coca Cola on it, so they right. changed it to Fanta
1: and made it orange flavored. And made it orange flavored because they, they couldn't get uh cola nut over yep. there.
0: So yeah, Fanta was invented to sell Coca Cola to the fucking Nazis.
1: Yep, <laughs> and now in a and now in a peacetime modern Germany, they have this shit called Mezzo Mix, which is literally Coca Cola mixed with Fanta. Whoa! That you Are you fucking ta- kidding me? Did you not try that one? You were over there. No, I didn't know that was a thing, man. Yeah, you go to like a McDonald's or anything, and it's on tap. Uh, it's it's literally it's called Mezzo Mix, and it's literally just Fanta and Coke, and mi- possibly there might be some Sprite in there too. It's kind of like it like it's you like did It's a Graveyard. When you get, like you a little kid, yeah. you're playing bartender. Yeah. yeah. But no, that's a thing that you can buy in a bottle or on tap in uh, in Germany.
0: You heard it here last, folks. It's fucking not <laughs> great. <'Cause... laughs>
2: so with Geronimo gone, Peace kind of returns to the reservations there and Crook kind of, you know, taking charge of everything. So uh, Crook turns his attention to Geronimo. He knew that he couldn't catch him while he was on the run. So he decided to go after him in the Sierra uh, Madre stronghold down there, but that's in Mexico, which means they're crossing the border, which is kind of a big no-no without at least some sort of uh, pretext to go down Ah, uh,
1: crook, don't give a fuck.
2: Yep. He'll find a pretext anyway. So they find a guide to help him to the secret hangout. They kind of, you know, not really tell anybody. Oh, this is a, a CBQ... You call it
1: a C- secret hangout. It sounds like a goddamn couch cushion for it or some shit. Totally. <laughs> <But> <laughs> you I got the it?
0: password?
1: Like, if there's one thing I can almost guarantee it wasn't, is it was a fucking tree. I think the Sierra Madre is pretty fucking rocky, and any of the trees are human size or less, aren't they?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yep. So they find a CBQ Apache named Peaches to lead them. <laughs> Wait, what? This guy's name is Peaches. He's the, he's the, uh, scouting. Peaches come from a can. They were put there by a man in a factory downtown.
1: Does he come um, in a can? Was he put there by a man in a yeah. factory downtown?
2: Uh-huh. So after a raid by Geronimo in Arizona, that gave Crook the reason to go into Mexico after him. Uh, he didn't have any go ahead from any authorities in Mexico. Um, the treaty claimed am, you can uh, only go o- over the border in hot pursuit, Roscoe P. Coltrane style. Doop, 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 doop. But uh, Geronimo was probably 300 miles ahead of them, so I don't know if that's really hot pursuit yeah, or if a you're, lukewarm pursuit. Lukewarm if, you're in pursuit.
1: A fight, if you're in a fighter jet,
0: lukewarm <laughs> pursuit, like the fucking uh, uh, the Bronco chase from uh, uh, what's his name? Oh, um, uh, OJ Simpson. The juice, juice is loose. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Going yep. a res- responsible 40 miles an hour. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then, of course, Ford didn't want to make the Bronco after that, so they just made the escape.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I never put that together. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, so along with Crook are uh, 193 Western Apache, which they were no fans of uh, Geronimo there. This is May 1st, 1883. For three days, they go straight south and didn't see another human. Um, May 9th, Peach has said they're getting near the Ranchera, which is their Bermuda of horses there or whatever. Uh,
1: <laughs> Wait, what? what? No, he
0: said Bermuda,
1: not Bermuda. Oh, not I was Bermuda. like Bermuda. Bermuda.
0: Is there like a Bermuda R- Triangle where horses just
1: disappear no, when you get there? No, Bermuda, Bermuda, Bermuda is what your herd of horses is called. Especially, I probably I think said
2: it, Bermuda anyway just because yeah. I'm stupid, but... <laughs> But it's
1: <laughs> I th- I can't remember. Ramuda is like all your horses, or specifically just the ones that are like rideable. I think it's I think it's actually the ones that are rideable.
2: Ramuda, Jamaica. I ooh, yeah. I wanna shit on your face. Um. So May tenth, Crooks holds a, holds a council with the Western Apache leaders. They all agreed if they found Geronimo and Jew, they would shoot him on sight. Next day, they sent Captain Crawford along with the Apaches. Uh, So remember that name, too. Captain Crawford. Captain Crawford.
0: That's right.
2: A little bit of foreshadowing there. Uh, Four days later, the army finds a stronghold and attacks. uh, But all but a few men were out raiding, so it was a very token resistance. Pleasant. Um, But 120 miles away, Geronimo, (laughs) with his magical powers, feels a disturbance in the force and recognizes the attack. Nice. <laughs> so Geronimo goes back to the stronghold and tries to parlay. Crook told him to go to hell <laughs> and was tired of his broken promises. And if he wanted to fight, that Crook would accommodate him. Uh, besides, the Mexican army was kind of closing in on Geronimo too at this time. But the next morning, Crook was a little bit nicer. having made his point to Geronimo. <laughs>
1: and apparently suffered from bipolar disorder or some such thing.
2: So, to, uh, Crook tries the honey technique by letting them keep their guns. Geronimo gave in. Crook couldn't wait around for Geronimo to round up all his people, though, because Crook was running out of food. So, he left Geronimo at his word to come back to the reservation, which I'm sure he'll do. I promise. promise. On his yep, time. That's.
1: I'm sure, and I'm sure Crook was actually super optimistic it would actually happen, too. But it's not just like, fuck, all right, we don't have time to deal with this shit. We're running out of supplies. I'm, I'm out of already... hot
0: pockets. Just promise well, you will come back.
1: Like I said, Crook is famous for his, like, long-ass fucking campaign where, like, they end up eating, like, all their horses and most of their mules and shit. And he probably, like, sees this shit coming again. He's like, no, I'm too old for this shit. I'm not doing this again. I've, I've done the starvation march. Let's eat our horses bullshit. Fuck it. I'll just get his, like, IOU that I'm going to go back to the res, and we're going to go get some real food. Fuck. I'll this get shit. you next time, Gadget. I'm three weeks away from retirement, man. Yeah, right. Get too old for this shit. <laughs> You're,
0: you are know? you sure in that movie you watched, Crook wasn't played by, like, Danny Glover? No, sadly. Get too old for was shit. That was, the, that was like... One of the coolest fucking nods in uh, in uh, Maverick, the movie yeah. Maverick, when he's, like, robbing a bank and he's hopping on a horse. I'm getting too old for this shit.
2: I always yep. say, like, that toilet was three weeks away from retirement. <laughs> 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 so during this parlay, Jew was absent. Uh, January 1883, uh, the Mexican army attacked him, killing 14, and they took his wife and two kids... And now Jew is kind of disgraced and kind of walks off, lost himself in the liquor, and Thelma and Louised himself and his horse off a cliff. Holy
1: shit. Oh, shit. So that was the other Jew. I was going to say he, like, turned his life into a country song, but then he
2: took a really hard left turn.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Whoa. What kind yeah. of fucking, do you have to blindfold your horse to do that? Because I think you'd have to blindfold your horse to really pull that shit off.
0: I think he got the horse drunk, too. I mean, they yeah. kind
1: of they kind of have their, you know, like how car modern cars have that if you're following too close, tap the brake system. The well, horse has been equipped with that for a while. <laughs> like,
2: Well, maybe the, like on the cartoon, the horse stops short and the rider it, falls off to right. his death or something.
1: I like to think, yeah, I'd like to think he just got the horse good and drunk, but I think it's pretty likely he probably just blindfolded the motherfucker.
0: Yeah, that makes if sense. actually.
1: It'd be more fun if they were just sitting there sharing a bottle of mezcal. All right, old buddy. Looks like we've done all we can do here. Ready for <laughs> one long, another ride off into the sunset only with no ground underneath us?
0: I yeah. love you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've always you, loved you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Eat them, claw horse fucker. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: So months pass, and Crook is still waiting for Geronimo to come in. Uh, That fall of 1883. I don't know why he's so late. He told me he'd be here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, General Sherman finally retires as head of the army. And that goes to Phil Sheridan. Uh, Sheridan kind of liked a harder line with the, the native folks.
1: Yeah, because um, fucking William Tecumseh Sherman was definitely known for his soft and affable ways, and his, mm-hmm. you know, he he basically coddled people. You know, mandatory uh, milk and snack time. Uh, <laughs> Here's some juice in a blanket. Yeah, yeah. you're in a timeout, Mister. I mean, that's how he dealt with the salt, the South, right? Like, and yeah.
2: <laughs> and Jeez. Sheridan was taking a harder line against uh, Crook too, because of uh, Crook fishing while the Sioux were escaping during the little bighorn uh, fight. <laughs> we'll talk about that later, which is fine. Yeah, yeah. fishing. Which is about the only blemish on his record there. Well. Can't really blame him, though. He helped get I'd rather go fishing than, than get killed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Geronimo and other Chiricahua chiefs were going to keep their word, but they needed to keep raiding to get more horses before they went back. One more job, man. Just one more. One more big score, and we're retiring. Yep. Yep. And they wanted. (laughs) Listen
1: up. This is a robbery. Yeah,
2: yeah. (laughs) And also, they wanted to swap prisoners with the Mexicans. Uh, The Mexicans were more for eradicating them altogether, so they're better off turning themselves into the Americans at the time.
1: Fucking shocking.
2: Yeah, uh, November 1883, chiefs started to show up, and then finally Geronimo. Uh, but now the reservation Apaches vowed to slaughter Geronimo and his his bad people, that fucked up everything else for him. Kirkle uh, then let the returning Chiricahua to settle where they wanted to, which is actually kind of nice. And most of them go to Turkey Creek. Mm, Turkey Creek. Yep. It's just gravy. It's the fucking
1: exactly what it pictures. Turkey turkey gravy river. It's like the fucking Big Rock Candy Mountain, you know. (laughs) In the Big Rock Candy Mountains, all the cops have wooden legs,
2: and the bulldogs
1: all have rubber teeth, and the hens lay soft boiled eggs. The farmer's trees are full of fruit, and the barns are full of hay. Oh, I'm bound to go where there ain't no snow, where the rain don't fall, the wind don't blow, in the big rock candy mountains. In the big rock candy mountains, you never change your socks. Turkey gravy come rolling down the rocks, (laughs) and the meatballs grow on bushes, and the pork rinds grow on trees. (laughs) Um, Yeah.
2: The planta is all you please. Yep. <laughs> uh, so the Chiricahua made a half-ass attempt at farming. Uh, Geronimo was still a nuisance, trying to stir up trouble. Of course, a lot of the warriors were kind of loafing and kind of bored with farming. Well, I was going to say, can't when really you say, blame them.
1: When you say after... Geronimo was a nuisance, they're doing a half-ass attempt at farming. I'm just picturing some guy like trying to plant corn, and Geronimo's <laughs> just like, "Hey, what you doing? Are you plant some corn? Huh? Are you planting corn?" Oh wait! Why don't you stop and talk to me for a while? What, what? What are you doing? Is that is that corny? You know, like hovering around him. <laughs> just a nuisance. and he's yeah, ha- yeah.
0: he's only half-ass planting corn, so he's just taking yeah, a whole yeah. corn cob and throwing it at the ground. Yeah, yeah, and then
2: dump water on it. Look,
1: man, I'm trying to do a thing here. <laughs>
2: Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Crook made it much worse. He banned three traditional practices:
1: drinking, cutting off your wife's nose if she cheats on you, and beating your wife. Yep. You got it right.
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, and then he, drinking and making their Tiswin, too.
1: Yep. Wait, he banned uh, all that? Yep. Yep. Okay. They were pretty pissed. Like, you couldn't cut off your wife's nose for cheating on you. You couldn't beat her. Just just couldn't beat her. And uh, couldn't make Tiswin or get drunk. So, even though soldiers are getting drunk all the time. Oh, man.
0: Shit's about to hit the fan. Hi, I'm Todd Woodruff from Guns, Germs, and Steel. What do we sell? Solutions. Solutions to all your problems. Are strangers talking to you in public? The BOGO MACE is for you. We call it BOGO because it's got two personal security tools in one. It's an easily concealable one-handed defense implement featuring a three-pound spiked ball and a 10-inch chain. Just flip open the bottom cap on the handle to dispense our maximum potency military-grade pepper spray. No one will ever ask you for a cigarette again. Got a pesky neighbor? Try the Boomstick. This 12 gauge double barrel Remington is GGS's top of the line. Made in Grand Rapids, Michigan, this sweet baby retails for just $109.95. Features a walnut stock, cobalt blue steel, and a hair trigger. Daughter's boyfriend doesn't know his place. This plus four two-handed battle axe is the biggest melee weapon that we make. Don't let its size fool you. There's nothing awkward or clumsy about this axe. Yes, it's big and meant to be carried over the shoulder, but it's very well-balanced and easily wielded at people of larger stature and strength. Try double-wielding this beautiful matched pair of authentic Japanese Katanas and earn the respect from your peers and enemies that you deserve. So come see us inside the Mile City Westfield Shopping Center two stalls down from the orange julius and remember for every 200 you spend you get to pick a vial of biological horrors from the virus rack see us today at guns germs and steel hi i'm bob vila with my great 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 granduncle poncho and we've got a horse story for you this episode will be a real equine makeover Join us as we solve the issue of side fumbling by way of the duplex rabbit plane to the coop, withers, and fetlock. Also, Sofer crunion motion of the beast will be controlled by something you may not expect, a shingle fro. Finally, we'll address the problem of cyanosoil deceneration by treating the ergot, pastern, and gaskin with adze. So, join me, Bob Vila, on this old horse with my great, 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 great granduncle, Poncho, tomorrow at 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific from Sequoia and Swagger. All right. Are we we back? We're back.
2: We're back. Back in
1: the saddle again.
2: Yeah. Uh, So, Geronimo, Loco, and some other chiefs wander into the uh, Lieutenant's tent. Uh, that guy was named Britton Davis. Britton
0: His first name is Britton. Yep. Yeah. Okay. You you were on the same track. I was the whitest motherfucking name I've ever heard in my life.
2: Yeah. No shit. Yep. Uh, they asked where, if they're going to get into trouble because they are drunk or, and or hung over.
1: Well, yeah, that was a fun one too. Uh, I'm literally looking at that one right now. I found this one in, uh, uh, old article of true West magazine, like this, uh, like, uh, this incident, I guess. I had just found it today, but yeah. Carry on. Oh, go ahead. Well, it, it's just want. basically, they're like... Look, man, we're fucking drunk. We know we're not supposed to be drunk. Fucking cook says we can't drink, but fucking, we're all drunk. There's only so many of these that we can, you can arrest. So unless you are yeah, we'll, a What are you gonna do about it? What you want... Well, Unless you are us you will fuck yourself. Because you're <laughs> not enough to arrest us
2: Pretty much like uh, that. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Davis uh, told him it wasn't for him to decide because he was kind of in temporary in command. The regular guy was gone. Right. Um, so he asked uh, Al Sieber, who was yep. Tom Horn's mentor. Chief I was saying who
1: who we haven't talked about much, who we need to talk about more, but yeah, he was uh, Tom Horton's mentor, and the show I watched, played by Robert Duvall, and they they kill him in a way that he didn't actually die, but uh, yeah, we need to talk about El Sieber more, but yeah, and Sieber himself was hung over when this
2: happened. But... Yep, so he told him pretty much, you know, it's up to you, dude, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm fucking sleeping this off.
1: <laughs> oh, see, mine, my, 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 uh, uh, the thing I'm reading more is like Sieber's like, well, I mean, you can send that telegram if you want, but I fucking wouldn't because it's going to be a shit storm. And so the guy just kind of like did not send the telegram.
2: <laughs> yep. So kind of two days come and go. But uh, Geronimo was certain that Crook would arrest him. So Geronimo takes off the reservation again. Uh, he wanted more warriors to join him, but he could only convince 15. Geronimo also hired two of his cousins to kill uh, the chief, Chato, and Davis. Um, but they pussed out, but uh, they told everybody that they killed him, but they really didn't. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm
0: just imagining Corey and Trevor from fucking Trailer Park Boys. These guys are so stupid. You know that?
2: Sorry, dude. Let's go smokes.
3: Let's go. Smokes. You don't even smoke,
2: Bubbles. Give me a smoke hairdo. Yeah, it's pretty exactly, much, it.
3: Yeah.
2: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we so totally him, con- <laughs> Yeah. He does convince 34 men and 100 women and children to go with him off the reservation there. Uh, of course, Geronimo didn't know that Chaudo and Davis were very much alive. Um, so it was up to Crook again to figure out this situation. Um... This time he sends uh, Davis and Captain Crawford to the Sierra Madre. For three months, they tried looking for Geronimo. Um, They did find their rancheria once, but a brain mule tipped off the advance. It's always a fucking mule. Yep. Geronimo uh, grabs his young son and runs. Fifteen women and children were taken captive, including three out of five of Geronimo's wives. So that clash with Geronimo running away kind of took away a little bit of his street cred, too. So there's a few more raids by other uh, Apache in the last next two months that kill 38 whites. And 21 white mountain Apaches on the reservation. So they're even killing their own people there. The people are trying to farm that they probably think are sellouts. So now the press is kind of turning on Crook. Uh, Calls went out to, quote... KKK, the Reservation Apaches, which is always a good term. Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> what, what? They wanted to KKK, the Apaches, kill, kill, kill. Uh, it might sound uh, stand for the clue Klux Oh, like actually, clan. actually, actually, actually go
1: find the clan to send him in. Uh,
2: no, just do the same thing that the clan would do. Oh, just. Oh, okay. okay. Fuck. Of course, Phil Sheridan agrees with this. He wanted all chiricahua gone from the Southwest. Uh, He gets uh, President Grover Cleveland to sign off on it, too. Uh, Crook now knew that his Chiricahua friends wouldn't help him if he would betray him. Because, you know, that's why Crook was successful. He he employed a lot of the people against their own people. Right. Because, you know, he knew that he couldn't do them himself. Uh, Eventually, Sheridan does back off a little. Um, Of course, no, Chiricahua would really want to shoot their cousins, except for me and Geronimo. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone kind of wanted to be the one who shot Geronimo. Uh, Imagine that. Yeah. Captain Crawford gets a premonition, too. If he'd gone down to Mexico, he'd probably not return, which uh, is kind of foreshadowing there. Oh, God. Mm hmm Captain Crawford goes into Mexico December 11th, 1885. So this is still dragging on for years and years. (laughs) <laughs> with four officers, 100 Apache scouts, half of them are Chiricahuas. Along with them is Lieutenant Marion Mouse, who served yeah. as chief of scouts during the Nez Perce campaign. That was in 1877. Okay. Um, the only other honkies along were Tom Horn, William H. Harrison. I think he might be related to the president. Or, or
0: named after him. Or... Yeah. yeah. Oh, President Harrison. And why I didn't? I don't, yeah,
2: William wh- Henry wh- Harrison. Oh no, is that was the or, president whose or... granddad was the president, right?
1: I don't know. I'm gonna about to look. Fuck, it up. I didn't
2: write it down. And uh, chief mule packer named Henry Daly, and his twenty assistants, which happened to be mule packers. Twenty what? assistants.
1: What? The, the, the mule packer had assistants that were also mule packers. Yep. Shocking.
2: Or mules, one or the other. I can't... I didn't well, write that down. Is assistance for so mules. As... So this is at dusk, January 9th, 1886. Crawford Scout located Geronimo's rancheria in the remote Espinzanzo del Diablo, uh, which oh. translates to devil's backbone uh, or scoliosis. Yeah, baby. So as you could guess, they're probably rugged mountains and canyons. Um... But with all that traveling and that time of day, all, everybody was exhausted and hungry. And their pack train was way far behind. But Crawford pushes on not to give up his advantage of a surprise. And there's no moon over the rock, so everybody's kind of stumbling. Crawford was so hobbled that he used his rifle as a walking stick.
1: Oh, good. <laughs> That's when you know you should keep pressing the attack. Is when you're using <laughs> your fucking weapon as a crutch. That's always the time when you know you have the best advantage and are, are totally going to kick some wholesale ass. Once you finally, when battle is joined, and you're using your fucking weapon as a medical implement, that's when you know you got it licked. You know, oh that's, yeah.
2: that's... shit. So <laughs> they do get, they do find Geronimo's camp at daybreak. Uh, Mouse and Horn took position up on the hill. Now it was rest up to the rest of the Apaches to surround the camp. But in the dark, people tripped, sending stones down, waking up the mules again, and sending the the uh, uh, renegade Apaches out of their wiki-ups to investigate out of their tents. As always...
1: Just, I literally just heard, like, you know, the, uh, like, Metal Gear, like, Solid Snake, like, alert noise. <laughs> like that... <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs>
2: and, of course, it's always up to the eager young warriors especially those who lost family to the renegades. They didn't want to wait, so they opened fire once people came into view. Then after that, of course, the officers had to tell the scouts to charge. They kind of disobeyed that order, too, and took cover and kind of fired behind the rocks, not really trying to hit anybody because they're friends and family.
1: Well, and also, (laughs) as we talked about before, the Apache were not so much the kind of charging warrior. They were more like the... uh, Sniper kind of ninja, like yeah, work smart, not, not, not hard, n-
2: not frontal yeah. assault kind of mm-hmm. guys. So they kind of shooting at each other until the afternoon when the old woman came up with a message from Nash the other chief, that they wanted to surrender. Uh, terms might have been settled, but they didn't have an interpreter then because he didn't come on the night march. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, so they thought the fight was kind of over by then, so everybody kind of beds down for the night. Uh, the next morning, it was foggy. Crawford and his men were hanging around the campfire, and through the mist came some figures. There were actually Mexican Indians called a Tarahumara.
1: This is but, tarahumara.
2: Oh. Tarahumara.
1: All right. They're famous for running long distances. Oh, they're cool. uh, they, I think they're the same ones that they did a, a thing. NPR uh, did a thing like running after antelope. I can't remember the author uh, should look it up, but it's basically a guy read about like how the Tarahumara humiara used to uh, chase a deer and you just like keep the deer in sight, but just keep running after it because a human being can run further long distance than a quadruped. And that may have been why we evolved to like beyond two legs. Okay, and then so uh, he uh, tried to do that with, like, antelope in Wyoming with, like, his brother. Like, they'd kind of, like, tag team chase him. But the problem is antelope, like, will pack up with other antelope, and then you lose which one you've been chasing for, like, 15 miles. But, yeah, apparently the Tarahumara were able to hunt deer simply by running after them for, like, three days, and then the deer would die of exhaustion. Oh, That kind of shit.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's badass. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let's see if uh, the... Hunters back home can do that with their beer guts and
1: yeah, yeah, out. right. Yeah, well, that's why they got four wheelers.
2: Mm-hmm. Pussies. <laughs> so the Tarahumara Indians they start firing. Uh, Crawford kind of stands between the two lines with a white hanky, a honky with a hanky. No. Nope. Uh, <laughs> Tom Horn yells out in Spanish that they were American. But Yo Atari, soy
1: americano. No, wow, you're pretty good. No, no
2: disparo. Donde está do bibliotec? Yeah. <laughs> but the Tara Humara wanted Apache scalps. Uh, the shooting stops. Uh, and then the Mexican army comes forward. Because they're there too, I guess. Jesus Christ, it's <laughs> fucking
1: Avengers Endgame. And yeah. Then, man. Gen- then Robert E. Lee fucking shows up. Yeah. And- <laughs> Genghis Khan and fucking... The British military. A T-Rex a t- a t- and... 14 yeah.
2: Zulu warriors. Yep. And then Crawford tells Mouse to go back and keep the Apache Scouts quiet and not to shoot back. Then a single shot rings out. Mouse turns his head and sees Crawford's brains oozing out of his head. Whoa! Whoa. (laughs) Whoops! Sick. So I don't know who fired the shot, but somebody did. Uh, It was Crawford. Then the Apaches kill myself. (laughs) I probably would do that at the time too. Yeah, (laughs) this shit (laughs) shit. It's getting too complicated. Then the Apaches start firing into the Mexican Army officers. Uh, It only ended when the Tarahumaras realized that they were outnumbered in the fog there. So. That's when they give up. Of course, who's watching this across the river
3: is Geronimo Geronimo. and Nash. (laughs)
2: Uh, Afterwards, they carefully enter Crawford's camp. They had a message for Crook that they would meet in a month and that they would not raid until then. They had a
1: message for who?
2: Crook. Oh, I heard a
1: Herc. It was just your, your microphone said something weird. So I was like, they had a message for Herc. Like, who the fuck is Herc?
2: I'm looking for Hercules. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: (laughs) Hercules, Hercules, Hercules.
1: Like, isn't your little buddy guy on, like, Far Cry, isn't that always Herc? I think it is. I don't know what's going on or why everyone seems happy around here, but I like it, man. Where's the
2: mashed potatoes at? I'm gonna stick my dick in it.
0: Like, the redneck guy looks like
1: fucking Danny McBride?
0: Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So uh, Geronimo promises not to raid, which is a lie. He needs clearly. to stock up before he goes to the reservation because he can't steal anymore once you're on the reservation.
1: Well, I think he did tell him he'd come in in like a, a couple weeks because like, because of that. He's like, well, I will come in, but I got to steal a bunch more shit before I can give up stealing shit.
2: Which I'm sure they're fine as long as it's Mexican shit and not yeah, yeah, yeah. shit. <laughs> well, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mouse was short of food And his commander had a hole in his head So he agreed to this Because <laughs> he wants to go home uh, Crawford lingered on for seven days Unconscious and towed behind a mule
0: Whoa, 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 whoa Crawford was the one that got his fucking brains Shot out, right? Well, yeah. yeah But, you know, he he could get better Oh, <laughs> fuck These are the ones that gross me out the most Because in that, t- that day and age, they're just like Yeah, I don't know, man, oh. dump some whiskey in the fucking hole
1: well, and there's just flies crawling in and out like oh. they're going to a shrimp club. And, oh, man. You know, you got just dirt and shit getting in there, like curious soldiers, like putting their fingers in there. Like, check it out. Like, I can let's, make them fart if I poke here, you yeah. know? Like,
0: <laughs> hey, let's take shots out of the hole in his head. Just using his yeah. head like a fucking whiskey glass or a yeah. bong. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. That'd <laughs> <I mean>, be Ugh. <laughs>
2: So Geronimo keeps plundering the shit out of northern Sonora. Uh, on March 25th, 27th, they keep their appointment with uh, Crook. But a castle, uh, cattle rustler named Charles Tribbley sets up a temporary bar right next to it, the, <laughs> the supposed <laughs> meeting. And serves the, the Chiricahua's whiskey a short distance so away pretty, from camp.
1: So he per- pretty much set up a goddamn uh, lemonade stand only with like ragout whiskey instead of lemonade? Yep. Awesome. <laughs>
2: So Crook is getting the feeling that he's gonna be canbied if you know what that
1: if yeah you remember
2: what that means.
1: Nope. If I mean go go to a flashback about the Modoc War. What happened to General Canby, Tony? Uh when they when they were all standing around a tent w- waiting to sign papers and shit. But oh. he was like Literally killed within sight of the uh U.S. troops, like shot and stabbed, and... right?
0: Right, well, while the troops are like watching him, but they're like,
2: oh, yeah. he's gonna go sign that piece of paper, yep,
1: all right, yep. So, Crooked,
2: crook ain't no dummy, yeah. Crook and Geronimo meet. Uh, Geronimo is kind of rattling on, saying he was falsely accused, blah, blah, blah. And Crooks is just staring at the ground and saying nothing, just pissed off. And Geronimo says, hey, why don't you look at me? Come on, babe, smile. I, I think I may be taking liberties there, but it's like, why aren't you talking to me? <laughs> so Crook says nothing and left Geronimo keep up his line. When he was done, Crook declared either it's unconditional surrender or total war, that he would kill them all if it took 50 years. That... <laughs> And that night, Crook sends uh, Chiricahua scouts into Geronimo's camp to kind of foment discontent and say, hey, this sucks, we should surrender. Yeah, let's quit, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) That kind of did work, kind of. All the other chiefs were ready to quit anyway, but not Geronimo, who stomped around, threatened to shoot the turncoats. But later he calmed down and accepted terms. Um, Of course, Crook didn't have any real clear authority to do any of this, but he said they would get a two-year banishment and the written return to their homes, which was bullshit. Yeah. Um, they wanted their families to come along, and Crook said, yeah, sure. Uh, basically, Crook just wanted to go home, obviously. Yeah,
1: because <laughs> fuck Arizona, especially in the 1800s.
2: Yep. Uh, March 27th, the Chiricahua officially surrendered. Geronimo was silent during. His official quote was uh, Two or three words are enough. I surrender. Once I moved like the wind. Now I surrender to you. That is all.
1: (laughs) So he's very Ron Swanson about shit like? Yep. I fought you for years. End of speech. I'm not fighting anymore. End of speech.
2: (laughs) So the other chiefs are asking for protection. Uh, during that night, nation Geronimo tie went on big time. Uh, Nace shot his wife in the knee when he thought she flirted with another man. Ooh, shit. <laughs> so liquor is always a good thing, too. <laughs> liquor and guns.
1: Oh, yeah. Liquor and guns, especially guns in pretty much open warfare kind of scenario. You know, tensions are high kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah liquor and guns and... Uh, Cigarettes and dope and mustard and bologna. Yep.
2: Mm -hmm. The VFW. Uh, Crook leaves the next morning, leaving Mouse in charge. Geronimo and Nash keep drinking, and in their drunken minds, they thought they were going to be hanged anyway. So on March 30th, they break out again. This time with 18 warriors and 22 women and children. Uh, But uh, all the other guys go turn themselves into Fort Bowie. Uh, Bowie, Bowie, Bowie. Yep. Uh, and accept their deportation to where? Florida. F-
1: yep. Sunny right Florida. Tortugas. Florida? Yep. Yep. <laughs> well, After the, sending the,
2: everybody else there on the Trail of Tears. Well, yeah. The, well,
1: That's the thing is, yeah, all the Indians that came from Florida were now in Oklahoma. And then, uh, well, the, the idea was like, well, Geronimo uh, jumped to Turkey Creek. Well, let's see him try to do that shit from fucking Florida. Yeah. But then Geronimo also fled, you know. Yeah. So he wouldn't have to go to Florida because I don't blame
0: him. For that I don't blame at all. him at all. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so now Crook was in trouble for saying that they could go back after two years. He offers to resign. Sheridan kind of accepts and then kicks him to the Department of Missouri. He puts Crook's arch nemesis, uh, General Nelson Miles, who was pissed off that he got a big promotion and he didn't. In charge of Arizona, and uh, Sheridan wanted soldiers to do the fighting this time, and not the Apache scout.
1: Well, because he didn't—he didn't fucking trust them, because he figured they, like you said, they won't shoot at their relatives, or yeah. they'll like let them sneak away. So yeah.
2: So Crook's Indian fighting days are kind of over after 30 years. <laughs> uh, though he had to lie and cheat in many instances, the welfare of the Indian was always. Least a concern to him? I don't know if that really meant much. Right. I, well, Of course, this spent... is always after the fact when they're kind of reconciling their guilty consciousness. Uh, yeah, but still,
1: so, I mean, most of the evidence points to, like, he's no fucking Shivington, you know, at least.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he does spend the rest of the days kind of championing their rights anyway, because if you spend enough time fighting him, you'll have at least a pretty good respect on, on him as, as people. Right even though you are killing them.
1: Yeah, well, it's the duality of man.
2: Yep. Uh, Miles arrived in Arizona April 11th, and it only takes him about one week that he knew Crook's ways were the way to go by hiring their own Apache scouts. Um, Miles did want to talk peace before shooting, though Sheridan did not. Uh Because he's
1: Phil fucking Sheridan. Yep. Sheridan don't play that shit.
2: Uh, Miles asked for Crook's old scouts to be released to help. Sheridan refused. He wanted his soldiers to do all the work. These fucking pitiful <laughs> <Yeah, drunk, laughs> out-of-their-element the, people there.
1: Yeah, drunk guys from the East Coast that have never, you know, seen shit or done shit. Like, yeah.
2: Not used to 120 degrees.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, the, us, us Irish folks, we adapt, like, easily to... Especially hot and sunny climates, you know, (laughs) like.
2: So this is one of military's great instances of overkill. Miles gets 5,000 troops to catch these 18 warriors. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) So he basically sets up all of southern Arizona or southeast Arizona into grids, putting troops in there to observe all mountain passes to catch raiders. Puts everybody on the highest peaks of each district and puts up men with best telescopes of the day, along with mirrors to communicate. So this is pretty far advanced. A fucking high tech operation,
1: dudes. Some pretty spy for spy shit happening. Yeah?
2: Yeah. yeah. Yep. And he was getting his force ready to go into Mexico to uh, go get Geronimo. April 27th, a small party struck Nogales. Uh, it was cut short by the cavalry. May 3rd, a skirmish with the Buffalo Soldier south of the border. Two weeks later, the Apache lose their stock to cavalry. They recover them, but Nash decided to turn himself in with the others. So now it's just up to Geronimo. Of course, the Nash killed some settlers along the way before turning himself in.
1: Right. Uh, well, you know, old habits and all that. Yeah. You yeah. yeah he let, said it was up total steam.
2: war and of, He was kind of afraid to be killed, and it's kind of kill or be killed.
1: Yeah. Uh, Which, he, like you said, that's a reasonable fear to have back in the day when, you know, your hair was worth money. Yeah. And not, not because you donated it to the wig maker after you get it cut. You know, like, yeah.
2: Of course, the nation gets back to the reservation. He finds out that his wife and other family members were already deported to Florida, so he goes back with Geronimo. Uh, Miles sends Captain Henry Lawton of Fort Lawton, Oklahoma.
1: Yep. Yeah. Well, which is now Fort Sill, I would assume, because the town outside of Fort Sill is Lawton, but we have Fort Lawton that's out here in uh, Discovery Park. In oh, yeah, that's why I was like.
0: Fort Lawton, isn't mm-hmm. that in fucking Seattle? <laughs>
1: yep. Okay. Yeah, you got Lawton, Lawton Oklahoma is the home of Fort Sill, whereas Fort Lawton was in Seattle.
2: Oh, glad we clarified that. Makes sense. He was later killed in the Filipino American War. He was a hard fighting, hard drinking, six foot five, two hundred thirty pound dude. And along with him goes Captain Leonard Wood. Yep. Who also has a base named after Missouri. Fort my... Fort
1: Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri, home of the Engineers.
2: Yep, that's where my cool. dad went.
1: That's where Ben Hyman went too.
2: Yep. Uh, he was 25 years old, uh, Harvard graduate, Army assistant surgeon at the time. Uh, Lawton was not impressed by Mex- Mexico, calling it a godforsaken place. He even liked the Apaches better. <laughs> uh, now it's summer and 120 degrees. Rifle barrels are too hot to touch. Uh, Lawton gets food poisoning from uh, corned beef. And a tarantula <laughs> bites... <laughs> <laughs> tarantula bites and almost kills uh, Leonard Wood, and of course everybody oh, has diarrhea.
1: Stop being a pussy! You're not going to die from a tarantula bite. That's <laughs> that's some Victorian era bullshit.
0: Well, thank
2: oh, we're going
0: to die from a tarantula bite. I wonder how many stars they gave this on uh, on Yelp. Yeah, One yeah. star. Met, what Mexico? Mexico? Yeah, sucks.
2: <laughs> no air conditioning. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Bit by tarantula, diarrhea the whole time, food poisoning. Yeah.
1: All the locals wanted to serve us was, like, corn and meat and bean-related things, and I said, fuck you, and I was eating uh, corned beef out of a tin that was probably poorly sealed with lead. Imagine that. I got sick in 110-degree heat. Yeah. Jesus. And
2: July 13th, they find Geronimo's Rancheria. They were almost in position to have him surrounded But then a warrior finds Was out hunting He finds a red bandana dropped by a scout And then they take off again So it's three more weeks Stumbling across Mexico While Geronimo and Nish Head north back across the border (laughs) So another wild goose chase For real Uh, Lawton and the others were no condition To fight anybody now Uh, Lawton loses 40 pounds Wow
1: that's a lot of shitting
2: Yep, while uh, send Gatewood out for a peace mission, the Chiricahua yeah. retired tired too. Uh, Gatewood was uh, ill also. Everybody had diarrhea at the time. Just remember that. Yeah.
1: Well, and, Ga- um, and Gatewood Gatewood was probably already suffering from because uh, he ended up dying of stomach cancer. He probably already had that kind of going on. Didn't know about it yet.
2: So hmm. that's good. Yeah. Uh, They do find Geronimo August 14th. Geronimo ordered them shot as they rode up, but uh, the sober sentries declined. (laughs) 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 Geronimo did agree to meet, asked Gatewood for a drink, and said that he'd go back to the reservation. But Gatewood could only offer them to go to their families, with their families, to Florida or death. That's quite the option there. Florida Florida or death. Florida or death. <laughs> the,
1: the same option you have even now.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm moving down to Florida. Uh Geronimo wanted to meet with Miles. Fuck these subordinate shit. This time across the border in Arizona at Skeleton Canyon, which is always
0: that sounds fucking dope.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, lot, Sixty lot... miles southeast of Fort Bowie.
1: A lot of hikers actually get lost around Skeleton Canyon area.
0: Is that why it's called that?
1: Probably. Not originally, but yeah. But sure.
2: So everybody's sick from the army, so they decide to go back and leave Geronimo to his word again. God damn it. <laughs> uh, day after this, August 29th, 1886, back at Fort Apache at the White Mountain Reservation, uh, the Chiricahua's enemies get drunk on Tiswin. Yeah. And accidentally kill one of their own, but blame the Chiricahua. And the next day they line up for rations. And then they were surrounded by the army, arrested, and everybody was deported to Florida. <laughs> First it was just the troublemakers. Now it's just everybody. Anybody who's a Chiricahua is going to Florida. And this is d- despite General Miles' objection. This is all kind of Sheridan's thing. It's like, fuck all y'all. Yeah. Uh, September third, they all meet at Skeleton Canyon. Geronimo surrenders again, goes back to Fort Bowie. And in the meantime, President Grover Cleveland sends out word to Miles to leave him at Fort Bowie until they were hanged. Geronimo, and Nash, those guys. Miles just pretended that he didn't get the message,
1: <laughs> which is which is probably for the best.
2: Yeah. So Miles wasn't a total asshole And he honors his word And puts him on a train back to Florida Yay So this is a war that's been going on Since 1861 Or if you want to count The Spanish and Mexicans As forever
1: So like 16
2: <laughs> 1620 or whatever wow. yeah, yeah yeah So that was over It didn't matter if the Chiricahua were friendly, but all were shipped off. Even the two that helped find and make peace with Geronimo.
1: Well, not just those two. All the Indian scouts that had been working for the cavalry for Crook all these years. Yep, gone. Uh, uh, Had their rifles taken away. Got put on the same trains as the people they used to
2: chase. Yep. Uh, 1893, all the Chiricahuas were resettled at Fort Sill, Oklahoma. Yep. Yep. Where that's where
1: I went to my army school. Yeah. Army Army kindergarten.
0: machine gun school? Did you finish top of your yeah. class in machine gun school?
1: No, I didn't get to go to machine gun school till uh till Germany. Or actually, we just called that, you know, machine gun training,
0: but sure, yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Talk about that fucking Grad- dipshit that was at the yeah. bar. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Graduate top of my class from machine gun school.
0: Literally those words came out of his fucking mouth. Yeah. He's bragging about how he... F- Not a-
2: <laughs> I got a B B+. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That was the top.
2: Uh, so, Geronimo now is transformed into farmer and kindly old man.
3: Uh,
2: this time he's, he,
1: Yep. Here's the thing about... He, he must have, before that at some point, because when I was at Fort Sill, there's there's two things with Geronimo that I, I learned, you know... I didn't get much time to really fuck around there, because I was in basic training, and... Uh, and AIT, but uh, he is buried there, so I have seen his grave actually many times at this point, but uh, we'll talk about that in a second, but uh, also at some point he was in uh, uh, locked up in one of the block houses there, with a, uh, it had a uh, fucking um, cobblestone floor, and there's a circle in that cobblestone floor that supposedly was like worn in there by Geronimo walking in circles.
2: Like, oh, it's, still,
1: it's, it's still fucking visible. Like, from him just being kind of in jail for whatever at Sill and walking in circles so much that it's just, like, worn in, in, into these fucking stone floor.
2: There is a name for that. It's called zucosis. It's
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, from shit.
2: Animals at the zoo just going in circles. Yep. Uh, is that no, it's called well, zucosis? Zucosis. Yep. 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 Whoa. Well, especially, especially Ger- big cats, you get that a lot with big cats. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: But yeah, uh, Geronimo apparently kind of suffered from that during part of his 25 years at or 23 years at uh, Fort Sill. Fuck.
2: Way to treat your one of your best loved enemies there.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, at least they brought him back to Florida to, to not Arizona, <laughs> which he never got to see again.
2: But uh, he does get along well with whites appearing often uh, in the 1904 St. Louis World's Fair and in Teddy Roosevelt's inaugural parade.
1: uh, And I believe that World's Fair, uh, the first time he ever killed a buffalo because the Apache were a not known for eating a lot of buffalo because there weren't a lot of buffalo where they're at. Uh, But he actually killed one. uh, It was like a stage thing for the World's Fair. Where they had him shoot a buffalo from horseback. What the fuck? For, 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 for like, Whitey
0: to enjoy. Oh my god, dude. What? you just shoot this ambulance. buffalo. Yeah, we don't have buffalo where away. I grew up, man. <laughs> we don't do that. Yeah, just do yeah, it. Yeah. Hey, you're an Indian, right?
1: Hey, man. You're an Indian. See, uh, you eat a lot of buffalo.
0: No, no, actually, we don't.
1: No, just shut up. Uh, here's a, um, here's
0: a, uh, Henry rifle. Uh,. Go ahead and get on your horse We're, we're, actually, we're actually known uh, known for our running and yeah. walking no, no, no,
1: you're an Indian Come on, let's be fair You ride a horse, you're an Indian to ride a horse That's what happens Okay, so we're going to get you on this horse And we're going to let a buffalo go And just go shoot him like you did in the old days so, I, never did
0: this. I never did this in the old days No, come on, you're an Indian You had to do it all the time That's you what you fucking do. drink a whiskey right now <laughs> Stupid fucking white man
2: So it was a cold day in February 1909 Geronimo is heading home and fell off his horse uh, and fell into a creek. Uh, next morning, a neighbor found him partially laying in the creek, and four days later, he dies of pneumonia at age 79. So, Damn, he made pretty, pretty long, pretty for, long time. Uh, for the day. Yeah. Who knows if he was drunk or not? Uh, my book says so, but my book might be an asshole too, so. <laughs>
1: Well, basically, but that's you could all... fall
2: off your horse at age seventy-nine. Either way, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's gonna happen. Yeah.
2: And if you're drunk at seventy-nine, just go ahead and drink.
0: Yeah. If just, you make it yeah, that what... far,
2: just go ahead. Do
0: it. Just Do whatever let, let her you want.
2: Buck.
0: Yep.
1: But yeah, like I said, he is he is buried at Fort Sill, Oklahoma. And I remember we were doing our our, our graduation, uh, what they call FTX, like field training exercise. We're all in the middle of the kind of the, by the impact area there, out out in the out on the range, and you set up all your tents and shit in a mock like kind of a, a, a fire base kind of situation. But uh, it was you know it was getting down to be about October, it was getting pretty cold, and so we uh, we had like wood burning stoves that fit inside the big tents, and so I set out on a firewood gathering detail. And, you know, we're in the middle of a big-ass open fucking field that's usually used for, like, howitzers and shit to drive around fire from. So we had to walk, like, quite a fucking ways away from the main group with all the drill sergeants and shit. Which, that's probably the furthest way I'd been from a drill sergeant in all the months that I'd been in training, really. But we're, like, out there, and we found, like, this bunch of trees, right? And we go in there, and we'll get up to it, and it's a cemetery. And it's like, oh, cool, what kind of, like, cemetery? And then we found, uh, there was one big old pine tree. Has a bunch of, like, uh, prayer ribbons and, uh, dream catchers and shit hanging off of it. And this one big-ass, uh, headstone that has, a it's, uh, it's kind of a stone eagle. It's, it's like a cairn of stones. It's got this, uh, kind of a cementer stone eagle on it, which somebody broke the fucking beak off of, unfortunately. And it's all covered in packets of, red uh, Redman tobacco and other tobacco products, um, for some reason, like money, like loose, loose cash, like laying on there and bullets, like various kinds of bullets. And we found all this as like kids, you know, like you're as uh, privates, you know, and Whoa. like got to look and it was just as someone was going, I was like, holy shit, this fucking Geronimo's grave. And nobody had told us that Geronimo was buried on forts, you know, because they're too busy yelling at you and making you drink water till you vomit and making you do push-ups and shit like that. And teaching you how to soldier. But, but, yeah, after I figured that out and after I graduated and did that, like, uh, I, you know, years later, I'd been stationed in Germany and I got stationed at Fort Hood. But every time I'd go back to North Dakota from Fort Hood, if I was passing by Fort Sill, I'd generally go on post, stop off and visit Geronimo's grave and usually leave him some, like, Red Man tobacco. I'm not a super superstitious or – I'm not superstitious. I'm a little stitious. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, just one of them things, like, yeah – but for years, when I was down at like Fort Hood, I'd, I'd always pass by and go out to that cemetery and leave, leave a little something. Right on. That's cool. Out there.
2: We kind of forgot to mention, too, that the Indian Wars were kind of wrapping up by this time. Oh, this that, is one of the last ones, too.
1: As far as I know, Geronimo is kind of counted as the last uh, of the, at least, war chief. I know he's never actually a tribal chief, but pretty much the last war leader to surrender, wasn't he?
2: Pretty much, yeah. Uh, Unless, of course, the Skull and Bowden Society is rumored to have a skull at some, some point too.
1: Right. Or like, well, what's the? Other, we didn't talk about the one chief that much. Uh, um, Mangus uh, Mangus Coloradius, or whatever his name oh, was. Oh yeah,
2: that was kind of before. Well, yeah. They was,
1: stole they stole his skull too because he was like six foot six, and they thought it was weird that an Indian was that tall, so they boiled his skull and sent it off to a phrenologist. And somebody told the tribe that he sent it to the Smithsonian, but the Smithsonian has no record of that. So it's probably floating around getting all George Parroted. They're supposed to have too. John
2: Dillinger's penis too, but
0: there they go. deny that. <laughs> Wait, did you have a special cock or something? Like, why?
2: He yeah, had like well, a huge d- cock, I guess. Oh,
0: okay. Well, the doll, the doll did
1: an episode about that too, where. Yep. Yeah. A much better a podcast
2: one. than this one you should probably listen to. Of course it is, but.
1: Whatever we. Whoa, strive. okay.
0: So I've been I've been looking for uh for uh, the the whole paratrooper yelling Geronimo thing.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say I kind of have it, but yeah.
0: Oh, okay, cool. You're probably looking at the same one I am. Yeah, hit hit me with it.
1: Well, I didn't, I didn't it's, read it all the way through, but it's just there, there's like two versions of it I'm able to find, and like one is basically they're getting ready to do their uh, jumps at uh, Fort Benning, and you know they're kind of like. Nervous, so they all went to a fucking movie and it happened to be a movie about Geronimo. Oh, and they got and they got kind of fucked up. And then, like, uh, uh, the next day when a guy jumped out, he was like, I'm gonna yell Geronimo just because they just watched a movie about it. Yeah, okay. And the other one is like, if you're familiar with uh, Band of Brothers, like the uh, the 501st Parachute guys, like from World War II, mm-hmm. uh, their whole thing was like, uh, they're supposed to yell Currahee when they jumped out of their fucking planes. Uh, but, uh, there was a popular song called Geronimo at the time and oh. they all decided to start yelling that.
0: Oh, what, uh, what, it, what was the, what was the name of the, 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 the chief that like jumped off the cliff with his horse? That was Jew. Jew. Or yeah. Jew. Okay. So I, I just thought that's what they should be yelling instead. Cause at least exactly. that guy jumped off a fucking cliff with a horse.
1: I don't, I don't know that like, uh, jumping out of a plane during world war two, screaming Jew on the way down would be. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> But it's spelled I mean, different. Maybe. May, 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 <laughs> uh, they could just yell, well, Jew
0: yeah. spelled differently though.
1: Uh, or, you know, in the case of like the Inglorious Bastards kind of thing. Maybe oh, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming for you. I'm Jew. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Who
2: knows? Except for they didn't really bother to tell the soldiers about the concentration camps. They kind of yeah. kept that under the rug.
0: Wait, so the U.S. military didn't tell the soldiers about but, it?
2: Not really. They always oh, wow. hear rumors about it, but yeah. wasn't on their list of priorities. That's for sure. But I mean, probably because the U.S.
0: was also doing it to Germans and Japanese people here.
1: Ooh, I, I found an I found another explanation uh, that Geronimo kind of like uh, broke out of jail at Fort Hill, and then they were chased. Oh, and he, him, this and, is the one uh, I was reading. He and, and then he jumped down a cliff and. Yelled Geronimo,
0: and he landed I in guess. a and landed in a river, right? Like he jumped off, yeah. jumped off his horse, and then off a cliff into a river.
1: Yeah, maybe I don't know. I don't that know. Sounds like, a little too th- badass to be true. And also, you gotta remember, his like Geronimo's name actually isn't Geronimo. It's yeah. like you know, uh, <laughs> just running so... off a cliff
2: yelling, "Jerry! Yeah, yeah, yeah! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal with airplane food?" <laughs>
1: I don't want to be a pirate! (laughs) Uncle Leo, hello! (laughs) Alright, so that was a fairly comprehensive thing about the Apache Wars. Well, that and the thing about the Apache is they were kind of like the first and last,
2: but not really the first. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no shit. So Yeah, there's there's spans of a, a lot long I mean, people were like born, got old and died while still fighting first the Spanish and the Mexicans and then the US. Like, so yeah. it's pretty it's pretty comprehensive and expansive. But I, I was like the idea that with the Apaches, is like uh like the Plains Indians like really took to the horse when they got it and it was like oh cool this allows us to do all this and they badge like we don't need your fucking horse I'll eat the fucking horse I'll give a shit I've been out here without a horse you need a fucking horse I've been fighting Spaniards without a horse for you know eons fuck you (laughs) it's like I'm eat these lizards I'm eat this fucking cactus and shit and go kill me some Mexicans go kill kill me some US cavalry it's just like they're kind of like I always picture kind of like the Rambo like you know he'd eat shit that makes a billy goat puke and like, <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever, you know, that kind of deal.
0: And then you eat the billy goat's puke after it pukes. Yeah. Mm.
1: But as it does turn out, yeah, I, I guess uh, the alcohol really played into a lot of their stuff quite a bit. They, they sometimes would just go back or like kind of like surrender just so they could get some alcohol and then they break back out. <laughs> that kind of stuff. So and good, good gig if you can get
0: it, I suppose. Yeah. Fucking crazy. <laughs> well, we I'd
1: definitely know. Right we definitely will. One of these times, do got to talk about just Siebert himself, uh, Al Siebert and uh, also, yeah, look up the fucking Apache Kid, because there's all some right. crossover with all this, and uh, Siebert and him have a kind of a nasty. Uh, let's just call it that—they're not super great friends. Like, and if you haven't so listened to a Tom
2: Horn episode, go back and listen to that.
1: Yep, indeed. Yeah, this is when Tom Horn was young,
0: younger. I think it's been, like, about a year since we did Tom Horn. I'm going to go back and listen to it also. Yeah.
1: Well, big thing about Tom Horn, yeah, is, is we concentrated most on uh, when he kind of became a paid, like, man killer. But we did brush on the fact that he had a bunch of other weird little jobs, like mule skinning and army scouting and stuff. But we at that time, we hadn't found a lot of good, like, mentions of him doing shit until, like, yeah, I don't, like... When I found out, like, he was, or uh, Sieber was his mentor. It's like, okay, here's some actual kind of documented. Tom Horn was actually in Mexico chasing Apaches, that kind of deal.
3: Because
1: he did claim to help catch Geronimo, but there's no evidence that he was even there when that happened. But
0: sure. it's, it still blows my mind how how much travel these people get in back in this day. Like, oh, yeah. how how far they go and, like, where they go, you know what I mean?
1: Oh, yeah, well, fucking Crook, mm-hmm. we've talked about him multiple times on, on multiple different you know, campaigns, same with, uh, fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, Sheridan. Yeah. And, uh, and well, Sherman didn't do as much traveling around. Ooh, there was a time, there was another anecdotal thing that I heard about. Apparently at one point, cause I don't remember Sherman going out to the West that much. I always assumed he kind of stayed at headquarters, but he must've, but apparently there's one point where the Apache were sitting and they were, uh, Geronimo had a vision that they were going to like, do a good like plunder and they're kind of watching a stagecoach line or a wagon you know kind of a wagon route and like this one uh wagon came over the hill and the Apache wanted to go after it and John was like no uh there's we're gonna if we wait there'll be more there'll be a bigger bigger score coming right so they let this one it was an ambulance wagon go by and then about you know a few hours later a whole like wagon train with mules and shit came and they did raid that but who was in that ambulance that if they would have taken out that ambulance would have really fucked up the Indian War policy was apparently William Tecumseh Sherman. So it'd be like, whoa, you know, like if Osama bin Laden was well, if you're you know, from their perspective, it's like if Osama bin Laden was in one car, but you were waiting to raid another car kind of like. <laughs> Deal, you know. Holy shit, dude. I don't know. I, I was un, unable to properly verify it, but it, uh, the anecdote did crop up in some of my research material.
0: Hmm.
1: S- sounds like a thing that could happen, except for I don't know how anybody would ever figure that out. Right. You know. It's not like, not like the Apache are like, oh, yeah, this one time we were going to hit an ambulance. Oh, shit, man, you should have. You know who was in there? Like, there's no way to document that or, you know, I don't know. It's just a good story. I yeah. don't really buy it, but <laughs> make a good movie. It's better for a movie plot, really, than it is for actual historical-based shit. But, totally. Yeah. Oh, got anything else, Will? Nope. All right.
3: Hell of a Gunfire.
1: All right. We'll see you all next time. Bye. Going to Hell of a Gunfire. Bye.